Hello and welcome to another episode of Jewish Christmas, Christmas Review. Movie Review. What? Jewish Christmas Movie Review. Ah, right. Where your favorite Jews review Christmas movies. That's it. Yes. We are doing it. Yeah. So, uh, for this very special Christmas episode. Yes. Of or at least it'll be Christmas when this drops. Yes. And we are <laughs> recording days before Christmas. Yes. Uh, we have reviewed not one, but two movies. Yes. Had a double feature. That's right. And that movie is... A Christmas Prince. Followed by, what, A Christmas Prince 2? What was the name of that second movie? A Christmas Prince, colon, The Royal Wedding. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> both uh, both movies, I believe, were Netflix originals. Uh, one, The first was published in 2017, the second in 2018, a very mm-hmm. recent release. I think that's all right, right? Yes. Okay. So, A Christmas Prince. A Christmas Prince. Hmm. <laughs> so, I actually enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, which is interesting because they made the list of, like, worst Christmas movies, I think, on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Or something like that. But, um... I think like like last year, like net Netflix had a tweet. They're like to the fifty three people that have watched a Christmas Prince eighteen times. Who hurt you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can understand that. Who would watch this movie eighteen times? Yeah. Unless I mean, they must. Unless they're insane, they must be uh, playing it in the background. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I can understand it. I guess because it is, you know, very pleasant in a very non-offensive way Mm -hmm. you know just people more or less kind of being nice uh not reasonably nice to each other except for the bad guys who are being just you know comic comically bad but Mm -hmm. in a kind of like ah stop being bad you bad guy kind of way um here's my question though um so is this princess queen royalty interest a real thing or is this something that uh movie makers and tv makers have imposed on the rest of us princess right like this whole idea of like uh do, do girls uh want to be prin- actually want to be princesses do they actually want to be royalty growing up i i think so i mean it kind of goes into the whole trope of um I mean, Disney princesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, fairy tales is usually, you know, the prince usually hooks up with a commoner. Mm-hmm. Or, in the case of Aladdin, a princess hooks up with a commoner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I did not care for such things as a little child. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go by these, I don't know, tropes that... Yeah, I guess it must be a thing. But that's the thing, right? Is that you're assuming it based off of the fact, well, the media, mass media is making it. Mm-hmm. There must be a lot of interest in it. I don't actually know for sure that this is a thing, though. I'll be interested. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to do a survey of little girls. I think we should uh, maybe stop by the school and kind of like start interviewing kids and seeing like. I do not want to do that. <laughs> Look, we have room in the budget. Okay. No. All right. That's no, fine. I'm good. Okay. Well. Anyway, so for whatever reason, uh, this movie continues that tread, and for whatever reason, um, this uh, normal lady reporter uh, is tasked with reviewing royalty in some fake kind 
country, yes, right? Yes, the country of Aldovia, which I think is adjacent to Genovia. Mm-hmm. Did you, you remember that from the Princess Diaries? Oh. Julie Andrews was a queen of uh, the, the fake country of Genovia. I haven't seen that movie. Really? Yeah. You should see it. It's, it's cute. Okay. It's all right. Um, yeah, so we got we got our girl Amanda, I think. She's supposed she's uh we open up with her in the office and I guess she's trying to move up in the ranks and it's really difficult and she finally gets her break mm-hmm. on trying to cover whether the prince will take uh his place as king or if he'll just abdicate and abdicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, abdicate and go on with his playboy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love how, like, even with the, like, like the romance novels that they mm-hmm. have, um, which I, yeah, I'm, yes, I, I do read them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a thing. Like, the, the prince is always some type of playboy. You know, and I'm like, eh, really? Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but that's the thing, though, is that I figure... Maybe this is me being presumptuous, but I figure like a real Playboy would it take more than about two minutes to become a debonair and uh, approachable to a uh, a person who's not into that lifestyle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's basically like a light switch. It's that they feel as though all they need to do is say, "Oh, he is a Playboy." Maybe show him like a few a scene or two looking a little scruffy. Yeah, which. Actually, that's another question. Are Playboys supposed to be scruffy? Well, <laughs> because this guy is scruffy to no, start with. No, so that's the other thing. So uh, she gets the assignment to go to Aldovia. She line, she lands in Aldovia. She gets a taxi, and it gets scooped by a scruffy bearded man who's mm-hmm. obviously the prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know she gets to you know the castle you know whatever and we find out that it was part of his disguise mm-hmm. and I'm just like I guess I don't know it it kind of felt like a like a hipster costume mm-hmm. <laughs> like he kind of looked a little uh, like a vagrant I think is mm-hmm. I think that's still a non PC term I think so yeah uh, yeah so let's talk about the cast. So um, the cast, um, I'm, I'm always worried that I'm going to like offend somebody like when I say things like this, but um, I did not recognize anybody in this cast from these two movies except for the the lady lead. Yeah. And remind and me what her name was? Honestly, um, Rose McIver. Rose McIver. She, I think her acting actually makes this movie tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I definitely loved her in iZombie. Yeah. Um, she was great there, but yeah, no one else, like I'm looking, yeah, like, uh, Ben Lamb who plays the prince. Uh, I, there's nothing on his IMDb that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this might be a movie that, uh, you know, as like a, a small, a short, an inauspicious beginning to, uh, some, uh, later better uh, film um you know resumes right yeah but uh anyway i did like her uh she, I, my memory serves uh she did seem like she was kind of on the verge of tears throughout most of it like you know what i mean those like watery eyes like uh you know basically things just you know uh she's late to things she gets uh she can't get into a cab she you know falls well, does she fall in the snow it seems like she I'm, would fall in the snow i've no i actually noticed that and that 
that's actually a, a, a trope that gets so annoying is that a characteristic of, of, a, of a girl mm-hmm. in, in a movie is usually she's clumsy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has to be clumsy if she's the lead. But she wasn't, but she actually wasn't clumsy. No, but Miss Fortune kept falling, uh, kept. Yeah, like she wasn't really clumsy, like as far as like falling downstairs or mm-hmm. stuff like that, but she was always ruining something. Mm-hmm. It seems so. Well, it was very important because, you know, she's too capable. She is not a good mate. I mean, that is just rule one, right? Yeah. Can't uh, can't be self-sufficient. But uh, being sarcastic, of course. Um, so, all right, what else is there to be said? Um, so anyway, the first movie, you know, Scruffy Prince, uh, journalist. You know, there's the drama of, uh, you know... Uh, you know, she's a reporter, but she has to hide that she's a reporter because as a report, no reporters are being allowed to talk to the prince, so she pretends to be, what, a maid? No, so she, they assume that she's the American tutor. American tutor. <laughs> Which they say, American tutor, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, I... So what, the why? tutor means meaning that she teaches American English, or what? I... She's I feel just, like she would have been teaching a language. She's a tutor that is American is, is kind of what I, they, I, I come got on, they, from it. They would have had to have said something more specific. No, like they literally just said, oh, you're the American tutor. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, so uh, he, there, she's tutoring, uh, what is it, the princess? Yes, Princess Emily. Little, little sister to the prince? Yeah. So I like her. She was uh, all right. I mean... I don't think she was like anybody on this cast. She wasn't given a whole lot to work with here. But, mm-hmm. you know, she was, you know, it was fun to watch her. She was, uh, you know, say, saying, you know, saying fun stuff, you know, doing her doing her thing. Uh, in the second movie, she gets to be a little hacker somehow. She has all of this. No, elite. let's not talk about the second movie. What? Yeah. We already said that we're talking uh, about both fine. movies. Fine, we'll talk about both movies. So, yeah, like princess emily she's actually like very interesting um because they they showcase a disabled person Mm -hmm. in this movie which is she disabled in real life i i don't know Mm -hmm. but she has spine uh, a bifida and she has to use crutches to walk and i really like the relationship between you know her and her brother like he was like, nah, she's not She's not a little China doll. Like, he just, he just literally just picks her up and just, like, swings her around. Mm-hmm. And, like, the queen, the mom's just, like, freaking out. She's like, oh, my God. Uh. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, nah, like, she, she's, like, very capable, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I mean, sometimes she needs to be wheeled around, but, Do you think you know. they used a stunt double for the swinging around scene? <laughs> I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know if, she's, if the actress is actually disabled or not. Mm-hmm. So she probably didn't need to. But, um... No, yeah, I re- I really I I noticed that and I I really like that. Mm. Yeah, I like the idea of instead of a human stunt double like this, just some doll, some uh, you know human sized doll that he swings <laughs> like, around for those scenes and that sets down like quick cut frame to like just settling in the seat. It's like when when they throw like a dog or something at a wall and it's like <laughs> clearly like, like a, a fake dog. animal or something. Ooh, even better, just a plastic dog was just stiff. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, the other thing I liked about um, about this movie is that the royal family or like one of the one of the, basically the ruse doesn't get to go that doesn't get to go for that long because Princess Emily like figures out that she's not actually the American tutor. Yeah, but that too is a bit of a trope, right? There always has to be. Uh, 
I mean, usually in TV series, because it's, it goes, it's frustrating to go a long time where the audience is the only one that knows something. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think, a trope that uh, at least one person figures out what's going on but becomes a co-conspirator. Really? I think so. And even in the movies? Less frequently in the movies because yeah. they only have to do it two hours, so yeah. everybody will know soon enough. But in TV, it's like almost always because well, yeah. But I'm talking about like in in movies mm-hmm. in this in, you know, in this movie, like it, it was. I like that they're like, all right, we, she can't. She's obviously not that good at this, so we're just gonna kind of cut this pretense. Like she's obviously gonna need some help mm-hmm. in you know continuing her cover, and so you know Emily was a very good choice, mm-hmm. and I like that. Uh, Princess Emily was like, all right, like, I know that you're not this person. And so you want me to keep your secret? You need to do something for me. You need to write something good about my brother. Yep. I do um, have to say this other thing. And, and let me, I would be interested, maybe I've just forgotten an, uh, and too much, but I don't think there was a whole lot of chemistry between the two leads. I did not. Pick up any of that. I did not really pick up in a lot of chemistry either. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I just didn't pick up yeah. on any of it. it. It just felt weird. And it felt, of course, it felt weird because at the end of the first movie, as always happens in movies, you know, they meet at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a time jump of two to three years before the movie ends. Mm-hmm. This is what, like a movie that takes place over the course of a week like two, tops. two weeks, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden he's proposing to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, super weird. I mean, yeah. the fact that, I mean, we're used to seeing it, but it's just, it makes no sense. Yeah. So they're only doing it because that's the way these movies work. And uh, all of a sudden, she's uh, not going to be a reporter anymore. She's going to be uh, a, a queen. <laughs> well, what? Okay, so like my one of my like issues with it is that um, so she she finds is this this is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, we end up finding out in the movie that the prince was actually adopted, mm-hmm. and she finds out because she's very sleuthy sleuth reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds the adoption papers and, um, because she jimmies that desk drawer, right? Yeah. She, she jimmies a desk drawer and find, finds this like false drawer or whatever. And ends up finding out that Simon's, or not Simon, Simon's the villain. <laughs> and well, ends up finding out that, uh, the prince is actually this really like kind hearted person. He's not a playboy. He's just really worried about taking on the throne, which, you know, if you are a decent person, you understand that a lot of responsibility comes with a lot of power. And um, so she writes, you know, the story and she takes it back. And the editor says that it's too soft mm-hmm. and they're not going to run it. Of course, the editor is just a gigantic jerk throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Like the no redeeming qualities whatsoever. But tell me why. She told him, she said, they're not going to run the story because it's too schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there are just no Jews in Aldovia because he did not know what schmaltz was. What? He didn't know. He was like, what's schmaltz? And I was like, excuse me? I don't know. I buy that. I don't buy that. I, I buy it. Why would he? Why would this prince guy know it? You, you think, have no Yiddish-speaking Jews in Aldovia. You have no Aldovian Jews. I don't think the prince is necessarily speaking to him. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That that well that docked him like twenty points in my mind. But the other thing though is that it's pretty clear from context what schmaltzy means. Yeah, like so, I, I was um, just like you couldn't understand that, but but yeah, but she you know because of that she ends up doing some the you know the very millennial thing of. 
starting a blog and working in a diner. Mm-hmm. It's her dad's diner, but you know. And the dads, by the, both of the dads, by the way, I, 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 for yes. the second movie, the dad was more important. So they, of course, completely changed the actor, which yeah. is uh, very noticeable when you watch these movies one right after the other for the first well, time. I love that the dad came out and he's like, I feel like a brand new person. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm glad you're just leaning into this Netflix. This yeah. is good. Sure. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, I don't know. The dads felt out of place, both of them. And I mean, I know yeah. that's part of the joke is that, hey, look, it's this uh, this down to earth guy and he's put in this weird in this royal situation. Wackiness ensues. Yeah. He's, but he is really like um, it's a little too much. Like he's like punching people on the arm. Mm-hmm. Calling, like, calling princess kiddo. And uh-huh. it's like, I get it's it. Like, yeah, you're, we get it. You're down to earth. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a real New Yorker. You're, you're good. You're mm-hmm. good. I, I get it. Um, uh, yeah. Whatever. I kind of feel like you should have. No. I was going to say you should have, like, died in the movie for dramatic effect, but uh, I don't know. This isn't that kind of movie. Yeah. I think, well, should we double back and talk about the villains? I guess the first so. One? So the villain is what? This uh, is Cousin Simon. Is coming si- Cousin Simon, and who's the lady? Lady Sophia. Is she? She was someone that the prince saw, you know, was dating back in the day, mm-hmm. and then she messed up. She didn't secure that bag. Or she tried. She tried to secure another bag by um, leaking some story to the tabloids. Wait, you're saying secure a bag? Are you talking about a physical bag, or what is it? What are you talking about secure here? Secure the bag. Secure the bag is an African American vernacular English term. Okay. For getting your money. Okay. Secure the bag. Oh. Yes. I'm not. This see, I'm not familiar with that <laughs> expression. So yeah. So. Um, Try to get them ducats. Mm-hmm. That's another African American vernacular English term. Ducats, uh, I'm familiar with. For, bag, yeah. secure the bag. I am yeah. not familiar with. Is it like bag as a purse, or it's like the money bag, like uh, when you're 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 jogging right, out of a bank? Secure the get the secure the bag. Run me my coins. Okay, that's another one. But yeah, she tried to secure another bag mm-hmm. instead of the actual bigger bag by uh, leaking a story to the tabloids, and so she's just kind of forever on his. Uh, on his naughty list because uh-huh. it's a Christmas movie um, because of that. And so she's the, the queen like invites her to the, you know, the Christmas party and what, whatnot. And we see uh, cousin Simon there. He comes and the whole, and so, you know, going back to Amber, like she finds the adoption papers and, you know, she's talking to her dad about whether she's going to leak it or not. And she, I think she's still kind of trying to decide because she likes the prince at this point. Mm-hmm. And of course, Simon and Lady Sophia break in and find the adoption papers. And as he's about to be sworn in, mm-hmm. is that what they, I don't know, I don't know what royals do. Knighted, if there are any royals crowned. listening to this, uh, let, let us know. I like crowned. Let's do that. <laughs> as, he's, as, as he's about to be crowned uh, king, um, they do the classic, like, if if anyone objects, you know, speak now forever, hold your peace. And they hold up the adoption papers like, he's not really part of the bloodline. And because I'm the cousin, I'm actually part of the bloodline, I should be king. Um, he does not actually sound like that, but I feel like that's a great representation mm-hmm. to get you to kind of see what he actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, that was okay, you know, um... It turns out that through uh, 
the you know Miss Miss Amber being the sleuthy sleuth that she is, she figures out uh, a poem that mm. was uh, shown earlier in the film. I forgot all about. So they didn't show the poem earlier. They showed what I don't even remember them showing it initially, but they showed what an acorn. <laughs> yeah, I, I called it Chekhov's acorn uh-huh. <laughs> because yeah, at the beginning when um they're having their their Christmas function, uh-huh. the there's uh the queen says that or like apparently they have this thing about handmade ornaments, mm-hmm. and she said that there was this acorn ornament that that the previous king had before he passed away and he hid it somewhere, mm-hmm. and they hung it on the tree, and it turns out that by cracking that nut. <laughs> Uh, they found a decree written by the king stating that... But why did he hide it in an acorn? They never explained that part. I don't know. Why not, like, give it to a lawyer? It never made any sense to me. Like, like, I kind of figured that if you adopted your son and you were worried about whether or not that person could be king, like, you would have taken care of that a long time ago. I mean, look, wait. I can understand that. I mean, it's still stupid, but I can yeah. understand that and that if you don't want your son to find out earlier than you want that he's adopted, mm-hmm. I can get that. I don't understand why you don't just give it to a lawyer. That yeah. document is going to get lost like crazy if you leave it stuck in an yeah. acorn. It, it was weird. Mm-hmm. And just, I guess just a way to get us to see her as also, this investigative Also, hang on, just a, hang on just a second. Why was a document saying basically that it was okay for him to be adopted more securely hidden than the document that showed he was adopted? Because it's a Netflix original movie. Uh-huh. And this is just what we do. Okay. You, you just have to go hey, with Hey, don't it. rope me into this. It's not no, what no. We, it's not what we do. It is what they do. I, and they need to be held accountable. I agree. Uh, it made no sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have written something... Some situation that made more sense, that was more plausible. Uh-huh. But, you know, here we are. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so after that, you know, the decree, they find, 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 the, find the decree and he can be king. And she goes back to New York and he proposes after knowing her for two weeks. Uh-huh. I still don't get that. That's because that's the way these movies always have to end. But I would think that as a royal, you would have some type of stipulation for engagements and courting. Like, you can't just let anyone become queen or king. Like, you, you need to vet well, them first. Well, hang on. That's what the second movie is for. The second movie goes into that a little bit. Yeah. You're right. It's just but, an engagement. No, anybody, but, anybody could get engaged. But I feel like even before he got engaged, like you would think that there would be something in the books like, hey, like if you're going to marry someone that's, you know, hasn't been like in the family or whatever, like if you're going to bring in a commoner, since apparently that's what the royals are doing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that only somewhat mildly following the uh, the Mount Battens. I am not familiar with what you're talking about. The you know, the Windsor people over in England, the Queen. Their real last name is Mount Batten. They're like German. Okay. Yeah. Why would I know that? I, I don't know. I don't, I wonder if that's common knowledge. I actually don't know the Queen's last name. I just know her as the Queen. No, like like yeah, like their their official Prince, last name is like Prince uh, Philip. 
Is that his name, Prince Philip? Or is he like one of the older ones? I really don't know anything about the royal family. Uh, are you talking about like who uh, the queen is married to? I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's a bunch of royals over there, but I had no idea that was their last name. Yeah. You know what's so interesting is um, I, didn't know, I didn't know how many kingdoms that there still were in Europe. Like apparently uh, Spain is the kingdom of Spain. I, I don't know. Hey, I just, my, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. My, uh, my American senses will make everyone has a president. Mm-hmm. And there's Actually, still, we uh, don't have a president, but... I think there's uh, still the kingdom of Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. Mm-hmm. We went there. You went to Liechtenstein? We did. Really? Mm-hmm. How was it? That's all right. It was mountains. It was mountains. Luxembourg. I think mm-hmm. that's another one. And mountains and fancy cheese. Is it Monaco? Is that that's another small one? Like Grace Kelly, she was like queen queen of Monaco for a while before she passed away. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, anyway, but yeah, I I just I just feel like even before he even thinks about getting a ring that they would have had some type of stipulations, but apparently not. <sighs> so. They don't want to show that boring lawyer stuff uh, in a movie. I, I, I they, instead I, of that, they want to show boring snowball stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that was so stupid. What is that? So apparently in order to get people's attention in this universe, you throw snowballs at, 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 at windows and, and restaurants? don't forget, you have to shoot arrows, too. <sighs> arrows and snowballs. I, I'm not... I'm not. I don't care. Mm-hmm. All right. So, movie showing ends. Off at which gives us the opportunity to show off from some fancy green screen technology. You're talking about the t- tobogganing? Well, that was the most notable one. Oh, but uh, no, with the arrow, too, when there was an arrow oh, flying yeah. at them, it was brazenly green screen. Yeah. Because like, they apparently they're scared of actors getting shot with arrows. So, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, in uh, this is the first movie we're still talking about. Uh, they. They go sledding, but mm-hmm. they call it a toboggan. Are you sure that was the first movie or was it the second movie? I think it might have been the second no, movie. No, that was the first movie because in the second movie, the queen's like, hey, remember when I said bring me along? Mm-hmm. So, no. Wasn't, are you sure that wasn't the horseback? Hmm. The prince was on horseback and then the Abanda, quote, the, the tutor, quote unquote, um... And the prince, Princess Emily, they go tobogganing down a, down a uh, hill. Is it bad that uh, I kind of forgot that it was her fake name and that I kind of didn't care? No, Amber is her real name. Uh-huh. I don't remember what her fake name was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just so two super, super generic well, I mean, names. Like 10 minutes into the movie, I was like, do you remember what her name is? Uh-huh. I forgot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, you know, the first movie ends... Um, my every, apologies, every, by the way, to the, all the Ambers and, uh, you know, whoever that other name, whoever has that second name. Yeah, maybe so, like, I feel like I should look it up. It's got to be in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't even, put, they didn't even put, put the other name on here. Nah, that's fine. Uh, I don't think... Martha they, Anderson. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very generic name. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so... We have Netflix doing us a solid and just rolling us right into the second movie. It really did. That's uh, right. Which is A Christmas Prince. Makes me wonder if Electric was a, Boogaloo. Are we sure it's not no, no prequel to uh, A Christmas Prince? <laughs> I, I hope not. Uh-huh. That would be so exhausting. Basically, as the tale of The Christmas Prince growing up from a kid. Man, that would be such a boring movie. That would be such a boring movie. Yeah. 
I actually think that they should, what did I say? I said they should have a third one called A Christmas Baby, mm-hmm. The Royal Fetus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, shout out to fetuses. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you sure that's not jumping the gun? Maybe a royal pregnancy first? We need to we need to hold the we well, need to keep this going as long as we can. The fetus is you know from pregnancy. Mm-hmm. No, but I want the I, I'm picturing the whole movie is all just a basically a one shot of the birth of the of the birth nut day. No. Yeah. No, thank you. A one shot, one take. Uh, no, but because the you know the second movie opens up, we got our girl. She's got her blog. Mm-hmm. She's blogging. She's being very millennial. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently it's been five, I put 525,600 minutes and 18 seconds since the proposal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've only known, known each other for two weeks, but at least they had a year long proposal or mm-hmm. a year long engagement. So there's that. And the second movie had a lot of, um, political strife in it, possibly inspired by real world events. I would think so. I, yeah, it actually was a lot more, it was a lot heavier. The second movie mm-hmm. I actually was kind of interested Eh, kind of. Yeah, I was I was a lot more interested. And um so <laughs> I like that the second movie kind of starts off with the first movie and that they go to get a taxi and it gets scooped mm-hmm. by someone else. And then um this guy named Sahib Sah- Sahil. Mm-hmm. Not Sahib, why'd I put Sahib? I don't even know, I don't even know if that's a real name. But um yeah, you know, basically the the tension in this movie is that, you know, as king, he's just really busy mm-hmm. and doesn't really have as much time. And Aldovia is just bleeding money mm-hmm. for some reason. And um what does it say? And yet, apparently, not it's bleeding money, but apparently with all of Aldovia's resources, they can't figure out the very simple reason why it is why that's happening. Well, the the other thing that got me is He's telling his fiance, his soon-to-be wife, who is an investigative journalist, mm-hmm. that my country mm-hmm. is suffering. We're bleeding money. And instead of being like, hey, this is kind of in your realm, he delegates her to wedding duty. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, that, I did not like that. Well, that's the other thing, though, is that the movie is formulated for you not to like that. Yeah, because, I mean, she gets down, you know, with her and Simon and her two friends that come and Princess Emily, Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Robot, Mm -hmm. Princess Mr. Robot. I think they made an explicit reference. They did, actually. Um, She, you know, they end up hacking, which is not really hacking. She ends up just banging her her fist on the keyboard accidentally. And that's how she gets in. Mm -hmm. No, I think, like, one of the other guys, like, just nudged her or something. Yeah, and it was like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the dad's, you know, the dad's, like, has taken a, a more important role, and he's just, yeah, I guess different. Said, And it's noticeable yeah. that this is guy is, I guess, more of a, you know, I guess maybe a more experienced actor. Mm-hmm. It's still too much. Yeah. No, it's, it's weird. Um... Oh, the, apparently there's a play <laughs> within the movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Weird play. Which is a, a Princess Froon. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I, when she started telling the tale of Princess Froon, I was like, oh, so we, we definitely know we're in Europe. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're the ones that come up with these weird 
fairy tales that uh, don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, America was responsible for making uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, so I think we might be trying to take, uh, uh, yeah, making things getting making things weird. I think so. <laughs> was it you that said that the trailer was too long? The what for the Nutcracker and the Four yeah. Realms? Yeah, I don't know if I explicitly said that. I agree with it now that you say it, but the Nutcracker just that must have been on, on the, another podcast I was listening to. On the face of it, the Nutcracker yeah. and the Four Realms is like this is just a bad idea. Yeah. Why are well, why are we doing this? Yeah, we're do- I know why we're doing this is because we have to. It's not just this movie. It, there were other movies where we have like teeny tiny fairy tales. We need to expand them out. So we're gonna make it a war. Yeah. Right, because that's what people like to watch. It's epic wars, yeah. with fair, fa- uh, fantasy creatures. And apparently, they they only show one and a half realms mm-hmm. in the movie. I, just, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping the hip hop Nutcracker that we're gonna go to later on this month is better. Mm-hmm. I think it will be. That yeah, might be all right. Um, Thing is that the Nutcracker, Nutcracker's all right, but uh, the, as I've said before, uh, the Nutcracker basically gives up uh, any pretenses towards narrative about halfway through, and basically yeah. just becomes a showpiece for uh, people dancing and and, yeah. uh, and music. Yeah, you gotta show off them skills, man. Yeah, but yeah, they just give up. They're like, uh, so uh, the the princess, uh, the princess, and the the Nutcracker, they beat the bad guy, then they you know go off somewhere and they just have a party. Yeah, I don't know. Which is fine. I don't. Yeah. I don't begrudge it. But they gave up. Yeah, <laughs> they gave up. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. I think at some point, if you try too hard, which I think probably Nutcracker and the Four Real- Four Realms, it seems like that's what it it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we should see that movie and review it. Is it a Christmas? I guess it is. Anything yeah, that's Nutcracker related yeah. is Christmas. All right. We'll have to wait until it comes. The special edition comes out on yeah. Blu-ray and DVD because we'll want to hear what the directors have to say about it. I don't know. Like I, I know we're, we're getting so off tangent, but like Kira Knightley's performance in that. Actually, if we are going off tangent, doesn't that mean that we're back on course? Off tangent. I think tangent is uh, isn't that going off by itself? Like oh, hey, we're going we're on, on a, a tangent. Sorry, we're going on a tangent. Sorry, you're right. Mm. Eh, English, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so you know, they find out that the vict- the uh, the villain was coming from in the castle the whole time. Mm-hmm. With a, and he did it oh. with a Glockenspiel. That reminds me, actually. Uh, so the guy who was the bad guy from the first movie, what's his name? Simon. Simon. They really bang us over the head with how yeah. much people hate him on this movie. Yeah. About the fourth or fifth time they did this in a minute. Uh, I realized, oh, he's not oh, going to be the bad guy. he's not actually the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to turn out to save the day. It's like, we get it, movie. We get it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, we find out that, uh, what is it, Leopold, who's some cousin or uncle or something, he's supposed to come back and help figure out what's going on, and mm-hmm. it turns out that he had made a shell company. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Moneybags. Basically was just siphoning, si- siphoning money out of, uh, out of Aldovia. And they, uh, he's about to just storm off, and they prevent him from leaving, and this accomplishes what exactly? I, I don't know. I think they put him in a dungeon. And oh yeah, yeah. so yeah, one, a running joke through this is that you know they keep threatening to, and they, they say they don't have a dungeon, and they're like, "Oops!" At the end, 
Oh, we do have a dungeon. No, and we're putting you in it. No, it's not. It's not that they say that they don't have a dungeon. It's just that someone goes, "You have a dungeon," and then they just don't confirm or deny it. Are you sure that's it? I'm pretty yeah. sure they explicitly said uh, we actually don't have a dungeon. No. I'm, uh, uh, I'll take your word for it, but I, I remember uh, it differently. Well, I mean, you can always hop off this podcast and go watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but yeah, they they get married, and yeah, that's it. Yep. That's the end of it. And so, oh, and then they conga at the end. So what? The I guess just to drive home that uh, they're no longer worried about royal protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a I'm going to introduce a new part to our podcast called Bechteldom. We did not discuss this. I know I'm putting it on you. So I in watching this movie, a lot of things kind of bothered me, mm-hmm. and so um, I am going to. Use the Bechtel test to uh, to further critique this movie. So the Bechtel test, for those who don't know, um, it's also known as the Bechtel-Wallace test, is a measure of the representation of women in fiction. So it asks three questions, and I want us to go through them. It must have at least two female characters, yep, which it does. That. They must both have names, which they do, and they must talk to each other about something other than a man. That does not happen. I think it, maybe it does. I, I mean, Mm-mm. I don't remember. I'd have to go back through the movies, but I think there's a chance that uh, the conversations with the, the... I forgot the names already, but uh, the, with the what, princess, princess... Emily. Princess Emily and uh, the, the lady lead. Amber. I think uh, they might have talked about, like, maybe for a minute or two, something that wasn't directly related to a yeah, guy. Yeah, but that's not that's not going to pass this test. But, I mean, the, all that question says is that they have a conversation about something that's not related to a man, They right? must talk to each other about something other than a man. I... No. Because so you're adding another rule on it that it has to be a significant conversation. Yeah, man. I mean, because honestly, like, all of the women in this movie, they were there because of a man. Mm-hmm. Or they were doing something because, really, of the prince, because of the prince. The queen was trying to put out all these fires because the prince is just, you know, doesn't want to take responsibility. Princess Emily is keeping the secret mm-hmm. because she wants people to see her brother in a better light. You know, Amber, she's the only reason she's there is, is to cover the prince. Like, th- all of this surrounds a man. Sure. I mean, the or movie's surrounds called men. The Christmas Prince. I know. And so, you know, it would have been foolish to go into it and assume that it wouldn't, that uh, it would be progressive in this area. Oh, no. Well, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. And as far as the second movie, I mean, the first two definitely apply. But the third one, again, everyone is pretty much there Everyone's pretty much there, and everyone's doing everything surrounding the king. Sure. At this point. So it's very, it's still very male-centric, which, again, it's called a Christmas prince, the royal wedding. So mm-hmm. whatever. The other part that I want to get into is the race Bechtel test. Well, yeah, this movie just failed it to oblivion. The first one for the particular. first one, are there two or more named people of color? Look, we don't know. We don't even have there to go. There are not. Let me finish. All there right. are not. We have her friend. 
I think they said their name once. That's it. I'm not aware of any others. <laughs> that it was just the friend. She she didn't even go to No, 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 no. No. Okay. There are two more there are two people of color in this movie, but they both of them do not have a name. Do you know who the other person of color was in the first movie? Nope. We saw him for all of two seconds. Was he was a journal? journalist. Ah, uh, the journalist. From England. Hmm. That was it. So are there two or more named people of color? No. Who talked to each other? Well, no, me. No. About something other than white people. They don't even talk to each other. So this just fails, period. Mm-hmm. Like, f- fantastically. But so you see, that's the dream of this movie, is that they go to a country where non-white people don't really exist. You know what I mean? They don't, don't have to worry about this, uh, about the racial representation. They can just enjoy this white, this white movie with white people, and it's just a, you know, a utopia, right? Mm. Very. Uh, I don't even believe Liechtenstein has, has the percentage of white people that, that uh, Aldovia supposedly had. Like, I saw no people of color. In, in any of those crowds at all. Like, it was weird. Uh, and so for the second one, for the second uh, movie, A Christmas Prince, colon, The Royal Wedding, are there two or more named people of color? There are. We have the friend whose name I can't remember, and Sahil. I'm sure they t- have maybe one very brief exchange. They do not talk to each other. Are you sure? They don't. The guy, you're talking about the wedding planner mm-hmm. guy and uh, her friend, And her right? friend. Are you sure the friend didn't comically get in the guy, wedding planner's way? Nope. It's like, you, you guys, you ruffian, you need to get out of here. Nope. That's, they don't talk to, that's not them talking to each other. That's just him shooing them out of the way. Oh, like, yeah, sure. That's not them talking to each other. And then about something other than white people, no. Because they don't, the two people of color here don't even have a conversation. So it's just... I think in 2018, mm-hmm. they need to stop. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. It makes no sense to not have people of color. Let me ask you this. In these uh, movies. I mean, even, even uh, 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 was it the, the Christmas Chronicles, they had like a lot of, of people of color in that movie that were talking just amongst themselves, like doing whatever. Like, I, I'm just like, I, maybe the first one I could maybe you know, excuse because, you know, Netflix didn't really get it until they did the Christmas Chronicles. Or actually, no, I think this movie probably came out before before the Christmas Chronicles. Here's my thing, I can't though, remember. is that uh, you're obviously blatantly right about this, but they put almost no thought into the rest of the movie, so I'm not shocked that they didn't burn any brain cells in terms of getting figuring but out that's the thing is like why why does it have to take so many brain cells to go oh diversity like why if, like why if they had gotten the diversity thing out that would have been shown more effort in that department than in any than the rest of the movie total is what i'm saying <sighs> so it makes sense to me how it happened it's not. Uh, it is not ideal, but it almost would have been. It almost would have been weird if they had gotten that one part right and still messed up everything else that they did. All right. So this movie came out November thirtieth, two thousand eighteen, and the Christmas Chronicles came out November twenty second, two thousand eighteen. The Christmas Chronicles with um, Kurt Russell. Don't look at me like that. Oh, that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. it... <laughs> Christmas Chronicles had some black people. They weren't no, no. super very important. That, but that, that's what I'm saying, though. It's, it's like, that's I, the thing, I, though, I wonder... That as 
bland as certain aspects of the Christmas Chronicles was, some aspects of that movie were thought out. So no, it makes sense that... No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, why did the Christmas Chronicles seem to have way more diversity? Like, they even had Santa Claus speaking uh, Mandarin and then, I think, Hindi at one point. Like, and then, like, they're, they, they, like, call him out. They're like, like, okay, I understand what you're saying, because like my parents speak spoke this at home, but I am American. I do speak English, you know? And so it was just very interesting to see that. And then even like the cops were black men, you know, and they were, you know, they liked their job, you know, they did they did their job well, you know. And I just I'm I'm wondering like if there just was a totally completely different production team and are there just totally different departments that for Christmas movie. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I don't know. Netflix, like, I Netflix just, is just a publishing house. You know what I mean? I they just send out little teams out, I bet. But I, yeah, I, I, I got, I got triggered. I got, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a liberal snowflake. I got triggered mm-hmm. by how little color there was in this movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, so what do you want? Should we uh, should we petition them that for the when they inevitably make the next sequel to uh, a Christmas Prince that we want to see more diversity so that uh, we can just sort of blandly roll our eyes at uh, some people of color in no. addition to all of the white faces? No, uh, just just leave it alone, Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. But anyway, that is Christmas Prince and and uh, a Christmas Prince colon the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, yeah, I think to uh, conclude, um, it is not aggressively objectionable, but this is about as bland a uh, couple of movies as you can possibly yeah. get. Uh, completely, uh, I've forgotten many aspects of the movie just in the day or two that have passed since yeah. we've seen it. Um, I had to go back to my notes mm-hmm. that I wrote down. If you absolutely, if you're going out of your way to watch uh, bland, sli- slightly, you know. Yeah, if bland. you just need something playing in the background or whatever, mm-hmm. like this is these are a good couple of movies yeah. for that. If you're looking for a bland movie to review for a podcast, this will do the <laughs> trick. Yeah. In which we had a lot more to say about this movie mm-hmm. uh, than uh, than the other ones. I think I'm going to keep the Bechdel test in there mm-hmm. and the race Bechdel test because uh, I'm getting fired up, man. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it. I mean, we can. Uh, let's uh, also keep our eye out for other types of tests. I'd be interested to see it. The Bechdel yeah. test is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say under fire. It, it's not under fire by any means. It's a very, it's not intended to be like an actual test. It's just sort of like an academic exercise. We're not actual reviewers. <laughs> I know, but let's let's look into other uh, modes of testing. I'd be interested uh, if there are other sorts of like ways of evaluating okay. uh, the, uh, the movie. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you you uh, you enjoyed it then? That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's okay. Whatever. Uh, it would be more interesting when applied to a movie that actually cared. I think, because again with this, it's like, well, yeah, of course they're not. It's not going to be. Uh, uh, they're not going to do a good job of that. Why would they I do just, a good job of that? I, I just refuse. I just refuse to accept that. Mm-hmm. It's 2018. Netflix knows better. They have dear white people. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think in 2018, they could have, they could have done much better. Mm-hmm. 
and, you know, it, it's again, like, it's like this whole thing where people are like, oh, well, you know, the hobbits had to be white because it's Middle Earth. It's like Middle Earth isn't real. So have, they could be whatever race. Would you have appreciated it if Nicole Byer had done a cameo? I would have loved if Nicole Byer had done a cameo. She should have been the wedding planner. Here's the thing, though. They can't have her in the movie. She Why? Because she's too busy too much, doing Nailed It? Well, there's that. But also she has like uh, two... Uh, she would make more of an impact in the movie than every, yeah, anybody else. Yeah, she would outshine everyone. And it would be like, it just wouldn't yeah, fit. No. This was a very subdued movie. I, I don't know. I guess it's a palate cleanser. I don't know. It's a nothing It's movie. so funny. Like, I started off and I was like, I actually enjoyed this movie. But now I'm like, rage. Mm-hmm. We need more people of color. How mm-hmm. could you do this? Um, yeah, so that's how I feel. Uh, but, all right. So it's Christmas Day. We're a couple of Jews. What are we going to do? Nothing. Uh, well, actually, the tradition is to get some Chinese food. Which I think we tried to get Chinese food last year, and it just didn't work out for some reason. I don't remember So this. we ended up getting Indian food. Well, yeah, that, that works too. And A, A is still Asian, so we're still holding up the, the tradition. Mm-hmm. We tried to go to a movie, but the Goyim apparently have uh, figured out that part of our tradition and it was packed so i think we just went home and watched netflix a lot of people looking for escapism these days yeah i'm basically hoping to do donuts in the parking lot while uh, while the goyim are at home unwrapping their presents uh, when you said doing donuts i assumed you were just going to be smoking some crispy cream i <laughs> uh, gotta roll them tight <sighs> oh yeah this podcast is not for children so you know sorry That'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be another Tuesday. So it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. I guess, uh, I guess we'll go, we'll, we'll hang out maybe later on with your Christian side of the family. Yeah, maybe. Know, we'll see where it goes. If they're around. But yeah, you know, Christmas is Christmas. It is what it is. And yeah. I think that's it. Is that it? I do think so. All right. Catch well, you later. Catch you uh, later. Audience. Yes, I guess. The one person that's listening to this. We might be up to two. We might be. That's going to be our New Year's resolution. Get, to get, get a listener. second listener? Yes. Okay. <laughs>